Hey, this is Abdiel Cancel. I'm the pastor of Audible Church, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you, gives you faith, and the desire to make hope louder. Enjoy the message. Hey, everyone. I am so excited. Welcome to this time. I'm here with my friend, Abdiel, all the way from Allentown, Pennsylvania, with Audible Church. I'm so excited for this time together. Hey, Pastor Mac, thank you for having me. My Audible Church family, God bless you. I am so excited to be here with Authentic City Church, and I know that God has a word for us today, and I'm, I just can't wait to dig into it. Yeah, and I'm really excited because this is like one of, this is our first time to be preaching together, yes. you know, and so I'm looking forward as there's two of us and there's two pieces in this passage we want to cover in God's Word. So go ahead and open up. John chapter 10. John chapter 10. We are in this collection, I Am Miracles, and I'm, in, I'm excited to invite you into that here for this moment. And here's what I want to say. Scripture is powerful. Oh, yeah, it is. Scripture is powerful. My wife has been reading more Scripture in 2020 than she has ever read in her entire life. I guarantee it. What are you going to do with all that power Come on, now? That's power flowing <laughs> through her. And it's changing our household. It's changing Praise our God. lives. And what I want you to know is that 2020 can be your year Amen. if you will let it be. Amen. It Amen. really can. How about just right now, just confess that with me. Will you say, 2020 is my year. Say it out loud right now. Come on. 2020, 2020 is, is my year. year. That's right. Come on. It really, here's the thing. COVID is happening, but that didn't catch God off guard. That's right. It may have changed my plans, but it didn't shift God's outcome. In fact, I, I, I see that God is using that right. to bring people closer and, and draw them near to him. And I, and I think that it's the best opportunity for you to uh, do those, those things that you've been wanting to do for years and you haven't done, like reading the Word of God. That's right. We have plenty of time to do it. Absolutely. And there's no excuse not to be getting in God's Word. So we're going to get into it right now. Absolutely. We're going to get into it right now. So we're going to be in John chapter 10, starting in the first verse, verse 1. And I'm going to read it. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read this first part. And I'm going to let you stop me wherever you want. Sure. And make the observations. Then Pastor Abdiel is going to read a part. I'm going to stop him. I'm going to make some observations. It's going to be like we're all hanging out, having a Bible study together. Okay? I love it. Come on, let's study God's word. Here's what it says. Here's what it says. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. So is it possible to enter the wrong way? That's what it says. That's what it says That's right there. That's what it says. It says it's possible to enter the wrong way. And, and I think that for a lot of people, they have attempted to mm -hmm. gain what God wants for them in their life in the wrong ways, right? right? Trying yeah. different things that is not the way, which we're gonna, we, we know, but we're going right. to learn about today. Right. Yeah, you can, you can gain traction yeah. and feel like you're moving in the right direction entering through the e wrong door. Even having momentum, and a lot of times I think it's important for us to recognize that there are some doors that are going to open that we are not to be walking into. Yeah. Uh, so that's important. Yeah, that's good. Sorry for cutting uh, you off. No, you, you, you said to you, cut you off, you, you so got I'm practicing. You've got to cut me good, off. Good, good. The people need the word. Here we go. <laughs> um, verse 2. But he who enters by the door is the sheep to the shepherd. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name. He leads them out. When he has brought out all of his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, 
for they know his voice. That's good. That's good stuff. So, so there is a gatekeeper mm -hmm. that allows the true shepherd to right. come in. Right. And I think that for us and, and for you listening at home or wherever you're listening to this, I think it's important for us to recognize that the, there's the gate that we need to go into right. uh, and not going to all the other gates that are opening up for, for you or maybe things that, are, that seem attractive enough for us to walk into and allow the gatekeeper to open and Come close. On. And I think we're going to dig into that here in a little bit. Yeah, that's good. And it says, verse 5, last verse here for a moment, it says, a stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. So you have to know the voice of the shepherd in order to follow. Gotcha. And I think that it's so crucial for us to, to not only know, but also be in relationship with yeah. the shepherd yeah. so that when we, are, when we hear his voice, we know where to go. Yeah. And, and, you know, have you ever encountered anybody following a stranger? Oh, yeah. I mean, this doesn't happen. You're just walking around like, hey, by the way, you, I don't know you. I want to follow you around. It's like, nobody does this. No. Nobody does this. No, no, no. But, but in faith, we oftentimes don't get into the word. That's so right. you know who we follow? No one. We don't That's know good. any voice. That's good. And, 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 and unfortunately, my people perish because of the lack of knowledge. Right. And unfortunately, if we're not into the word, we hear something that sounds good. Oh, yeah. That has a little bit of scripture in it mm -hmm. and sounds really good. Yep. And we follow that yep. blindly. Yep. And I think that, that right now, uh, I'm 34, uh, and whoever it's listening to, regardless of your age, right now, it is the time to get into the Word yeah. so that you are not confused by, by the little Come things on. that sound good, Appreciate that are attractive, them. right? Yep. So that we are able to, to take the Word of God and take everything that's coming our way, right? Yep. Everything that, that society, that culture, that some preachers, that people are that throwing our way, and we can match that and look at the Scripture and say, does that make sense yeah. in lieu of the Word of God? Right. Is that in the Word of God? Yeah. It's a great 60-second soundbite. Love it. And we both love those. Yeah. We've both been encouraged by those. Sure. But is it the Word of God? And you don't know unless you've read it. Exactly. And if it's not the Word of God, I can't follow that. No, I can't. Yeah, no one's walking around trying to follow strangers. Amen. You said it right. No one's doing it. Hey, so, take, so, so here's what he does. So Jesus says these, what is now verses 1 through 5, which at the time was just a conversation. Him talking, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we just made verses into it. Well, he, he says this. And it says in the text that they didn't fully get it. They, they understood some of it, but they didn't fully understand it. So he, he did what he often does, and he kind of repeats himself again, but in another way. Doesn't he do that with us? Man, he's good at it. I mean, doesn't he do that with us? And he's, he's doing it with them here in verse 7. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone, anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and will find pasture. Mm -hmm. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came Come on. that they may have life and have it abundantly. Mm, that's good. That's good. I want to work backwards in it. Yeah. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Yeah. The, the shepherd comes to give life to the fullest. 
There's no better life found except for in Jesus. The best life is found in Jesus. The most fun, the best parties, the best relationships, the best sex, the best church, all of it. The best is found in Jesus, and that's the facts. That's right. Abundantly. But many times, you know, here's what I think. This is, this is my theory. My, my theory is that because many believers allow themselves not to know the voice of the shepherd, they don't even know that their life is abundant. They don't even know what they don't even know what they're missing right. sometimes. Right. So so here so here we could be out of tune of the shepherd's voice, mm-hmm. not hearing scripture, not hearing God. Mm-hmm. And and we could be griping and complaining about our life, thinking it's not abundant, it's wimpy, it's weak, it's no good because we don't have the right perspective to see that actually he has given us an abundant life. We're just missing it. Wow. We're not living in it. We're wow. not walking in it. We're not enjoying it. We're, we're, we're living like we're poor, but actually we're rich. And the sad part is that we end up desiring what the world has. Yeah, because when, we're longing for the promise, right? Come on, man. When what we have is much better. Yeah. What yeah. we have is much better. And yeah. unfortunately, what we end up doing, Pastor, is that we, we seek for outside influences mm-hmm. to tell me, what the, what the purpose of my life is yeah. when I can only find that in the creator. Right. I can't go That's to good. someone else and say, hey, teach me how to use this iPad. Uh, I got to go to Apple, right? They're the right. ones that created the thing. Right. So, so we have to go to God to find that fulfillment mm-hmm. and that abundant life that yeah. he has for us. Yeah, that he's given us. And, it's and, there. And wants us to have. So working back, abundant life. Then you have the piece about the thieves and the robbers and to steal and kill and destroy. We're going to get to that in a minute. Let's put that on ice for a second. Right. But, but here at the beginning it says, I am the door to the sheep. Here's the awesome thing. Mm. That, that Jesus is both the shepherd mm. and the door. No one gets to be both, man. No <laughs> one gets to be both. But Jesus is the shepherd and the door. Yeah. He is he is the door to come through. He is the way, but he is also the one who leads us to the way. That's right. He's both. That's he right. is he is what opens up opportunity and what leads us through and into opportunity. He is what opens up our heart to the gospel and what leads us into the gospel. He is both the door and the shepherd. That's right. We can't just make him one. He says himself, and we're going through these seven I am statements. We're going through these seven miracles in the book of John. Okay, and, and he says in chapter 10, he wants us to know, I'm the door, I'm the shepherd. And not just the shepherd, I'm the good shepherd. <laughs> you know, you know what's, what's interesting? Uh, if you look at a door, a door is usually uh, utilized so that people won't come in. Yeah. Or that you, you, know, you close the door so that you are, you're protecting something. Right. I like that he makes a distinction in this verse here and says, if you, if you come through the door, you'll be able to come in and go out. So you're not only, so people, sometimes people might be afraid to go through the door because I go, once I go through that door, I, I'm, I'm in there. Yeah, yeah. He's saying you can come in and go out and you will find pasture. Yeah. So this abundant life that you're talking about yeah. can only be accessed through the door and through the good shepherd who is Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, think of, I think of when it says the peace, you'll go in and out and you'll find pasture. Yeah. I think of Psalms 23. Come on. And he paints the perfect picture for us right yeah. there in that Psalms. He does. He, he speaks it over us. And when he says find pasture, he doesn't mean that your front yard's going to be green. <laughs> That's not what he means. 
He means that your whole life is going to be green. Yeah. He means that your family yeah. is going to be green. He means that everything is, is going to be still waters. Because your spirit yeah. is what's leading you, not your flesh. Why? Because we're in tune hearing the shepherd's voice. I feel like we could talk about verses. We could, we, st- we, we could stay, we from stay right seven there to the ten. whole time. Yeah, right? yeah, we, yeah, we can. Okay, so take us, take us, Abdiel, take us to the next spot. Um, start in verse 11 and read for a little bit. And uh, read till verse 14. Then I'll jump in and I'll read verses 15 through verses 18. And then we'll kind of chop that up and talk about that. Love it. I like this because he starts with, here's the the I am statement. He says, I am the good shepherd. And there's a period there. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a higher hand and not the shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. Mm-hmm. He flees because he is a higher hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and my own know me. Just as my father knows me, and I know the father. Come on, I lay down my life for the sheep. He wants us to know. He's saying it over and over again. And I have other sheep, not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. Loaded, loaded pieces of of scripture here in these verses 11 through 18. And what I want us to do, let's break it down into four pieces right here. Okay, you you take you take the first one. Take the shepherd. All right. Because there's 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 the there's the shepherd. There's there's the thief and the robber. There's the hired hand, and then there's the sheep. That's That's, right. That's kind of the the character lineup here in the passage. And I want us to to bring this application and this insight each one of them. So take the shepherd. I'll give you the easy one first. Oh, right? thank you. All yeah, right. yeah. All right. So, so I, I like that, that he really digs in into what the goal of the shepherd is. Yeah. I mean, he is not just there to watch the sheep, right? Because if you had a higher hand, and you're going to talk about that in yeah, a little yeah. bit, but if you had that, that's, that, that is a person who is there today, maybe not there tomorrow, right. but the shepherd is there every day mm-hmm. because he owns the sheep. Yep. Which means that there's a, there's, there's a, a level of, of uh, ownership and authority Absolutely. that the shepherd has right. over the sheep. And, and in the same way, because I own you, right, because you belong to me uh, as a father, I can tell you that if my kids get in trouble, it, it doesn't matter what's going on. I'm going to be there for them. Yeah. But for God and us, there's even a deeper sense of, of just commitment that he has for us. And he reminds us several times that he is willing to, and not only willing to, but he wants to lay down his life for us. Yeah. So he is giving himself for the sheep. He is giving himself for us. So as a, a good shepherd, not only is he leading us in the right path, but in the moment of necessity, in the moment of struggle, in the moment of, of certain death, he will be there to lay down his life for the sheep and for us to make sure that we, that, and, and why, why is he doing this? Because he wants to make sure that we have another day to live 
and another opportunity to continue to do yeah. uh, the things that we're called to do. Right. Uh, and in this case, we're called to be sheep, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, but what a powerful message he sends to the people yeah. saying, I'm the shepherd, because we've never owned actual sheep before. I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, I don't I, I love to, but I think it's a big commitment. It's so. a lot of commitment. It's a lot of commitment. But, but he's speaking to people that know the context. Yeah. And so he's painting the right picture for them. And when we read it and we get into that context, it begins to ring bells inside of us yeah. as we see ourselves as the sheep and him as the shepherd. So he says, he talks about the shepherd. He talks about, as you mentioned, the, the hired hand, or as I would call it, the hireling. Right? It's, yeah. the, it's the hireling. This is, this is who, like you said, was hired maybe just for the day. Yeah. They, their, their motive in being there is selfish. Yeah. Now, it doesn't always have to be about money. That's what makes them hired. But, but when our motive becomes selfish, we begin to fall into the category of the hired hand. And here's how I see it. Here's how I see it then. And I'll share how I see it kind of playing into the, the church happening today. Because at the time, when he's talking about the hired hand, he is talking to, like, predominantly, he's talking to the religious leaders yeah. that are leading around there. He's saying, you know what? You're watching the sheep temporarily, but the reason you're watching the sheep is so you can get paid for the day's wage. And if the money wasn't here, you wouldn't be here either. Right. And, and I won't read the passage, but in Ezekiel chapter 34, you can go and read the prophecy connected to this spot right here. It says, he prophesies against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesying, I said I wouldn't read it. Prophesying and saying to them that they are feeding themselves mm. and neglecting the sheep. Mm -hmm. Here's what happens as, as leaders in the church. And any person that's, that's here with us, kind of partaking in this worship experience right now, that considers themselves a leader in any way. Yeah. And their motive is to take care of their self before it is to take care of someone else. Then they've fallen, they've fallen in the category of the hired hand. That's right. And, and, and now what they're doing is they, they end up... They end up putting the sheep in a place where the sheep need to flee them, mm. need to run away from mm -hmm. them. And so here we are called to love people. Here we are called to engage in community. Here we are called to be the church yeah. in a time when the world around us is hurting, in a time when racism is, is flaring more than it ever. It feels like for yeah, us, I mean, what yeah, do we yeah. know about previous generations, but it feels like for us more than ever before, I mean, just out of hand and just, and just so many, so many hate things just spilling all around. Yeah. And, and the presence of God is so needed, but we've learned how to be hired hands, mm. not how to be under shepherds. And wow. so the only thing we know wow. is a selfish motive. Yeah. We don't know the pure heart yeah. of the authority of the yeah. Father that he has given us. Yeah. to lay down our life for yeah. somebody else and having the authority to pick it back up again because he has paid that price on the cross. That's right, that's right. And I, so when we read hired hand, it's not just something we throw around. It's a category we've created and now we've become on accident. Yeah, and, and I think that maybe God, and I like that you say that we created because maybe God has made it this season so that we can open our eyes and realize that the, the church and the, the calling of the body of Christ is not to be in four walls, it's not to have the biggest, right, nicest right. building and the, the best equipment, but the calling of the church and the body of Christ is to go out and heal, to go out and, and, and just bandage wounds, we to go out and right hug now. somebody, to go out Thank and do you, the Lord. work that God has called us to do as his body. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. So shepherd, hired hand, the next thing we see there is the thief or the robber, the thief. Right. And, and here's what the thief comes to do. He comes to kill, he comes to steal, and he comes to destroy. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants any of it. Mm -hmm. But yet we allow it to happen yeah. Yeah. in our life 
every single day. When our joy gets robbed, Come on. when our happiness gets stolen, when our peace gets taken away, you know that you're, you, since God has given you the peace that surpasses all understanding, you're the only person, you and I are the only ones that allow any person to touch the peace that God has put in us. So when someone else disturbs my peace, it's only because I've allowed them to. Yeah. No one else can touch the peace inside of me. God has placed it. He has sealed it inside of me. It's only when I allow someone else to begin to disturb that peace that now it begins to get stolen, now it begins to get destroyed, now it begins to get walked over in the mud and the dirt, and, and what used to be my thought of the peace that surpasses all understanding is now something I've handed out and I've said, everyone else, you get a part in this too. Everyone else, you get to decide how I feel now. Everyone else, you get to decide where my emotions are at. Everyone else, you get to decide my status and, and my updates and, yeah. and my life yeah. and how I parent. It's like, no, no, no. The only person that should be deciding that is because I have turned my ear to the good shepherd. That's right. And the good shepherd is speaking That's to right. me. That's and right. he is leading me. And he is pouring peace into me. And so I don't need to. Here's the great part. It says in Psalms 23, we just mentioned this. It says in Psalms 23, even though there are shadows around yeah, us, yeah, yeah. even though the robber and the thief and the liar and the killer may be around us, we fear not because we have the good shepherd right. who lays down his life That's for right. anything that comes against us. Yeah. And so when, when, we, when we read it, one, we need to remember that it has no power in our life unless we allow it to yeah. have power. Yeah. But two, we need to remember that even when we feel like things around us are in destruction, because we both know people that have passed away. Yes. We've both lost people that we've loved. Sure. This, this has happened in our life, but we can trust that the good shepherd is leading his sheep, yeah. that he is in control, that he is in charge, that he knows what he's doing, that he has a good plan, Amen. that he's worthy to be trusted. We can trust this even in the midst. Amen. Amen. And, and even as I read it, uh, Pastor, I, 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 I want to take those things as a, a symptom or, or as a sign that if I try, if I start seeing these things uh -huh. happening in my life, right. then I know that something is surrounding me right now that shouldn't be there. Right. Right. So if you start losing your faith and losing your hope and, and losing your peace, you need to immediately turn to the shepherd and know yeah. something that there's a, there, the thief is around yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, so definitely use those as, as telltale signs of mm -hmm. what's happening in your life as well. That's good. That's good. So we got the shepherd. We got the, we got the hired hand. We got the thief. Take us to the sheep. Well, the sheep, I mean, it's, it's us. Yeah. The sheep is us. I mean, he's the shepherd. He's the door. We're the sheep. Yeah. Now, we established pretty early on here, none of us are farmers. Mm -hmm. So we, we don't really necessarily know what it's like to, to uh, be shepherds in right. real life uh, as it pertains to the animal, the yeah. sheep. Or what it's like to be a sheep in real life. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, I definitely don't know that. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, as, I, as I was reading and studying, I realized that the, the sheep uh, needs to have a shepherd. Yeah. Like if the sheep don't have a shepherd, they are going to be wonderly, mm -hmm. wondering aimlessly. Yep. They're going to get themselves in trouble. Yep. They're gonna, they don't know where to go. They don't know where the good pasture is. They might go hungry because yep. they don't know where to go. They might go thirsty because they don't know where the water is. They might get themselves in trouble because they don't know where the safe ground is. Right. And I think in the same way, uh, I, I, society and culture wants to tell people that they're self-sufficient. And we are not self-sufficient just by ourselves. We need a good shepherd Come in on. our lives. We got to have. We it. need to have Jesus in our life to tell us where to go, to guide us in the Come right on. directions, to take us to the water, to take us to the to to the pasture, to show us where the danger is. Yeah. And that's why 
having the good shepherd in our life is crucial and it's important. And as sheep, I think we need to recognize two things. As sheep, we need to recognize that it is our responsibility to know the voice of the shepherd. Yeah. Yeah. If we are unable to recognize the voice of the shepherd, then there is danger that is brewing in our lives. Come on. Because when the shepherd calls, we need to be able to answer the call. Yep. And number two is just that. It is our responsibility to answer when he's calling. Because we could be stubborn shepherds. And, mm. and I know what a stubborn shepherd looks like. A, a stubborn sheep. 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 Yes. Sheep. Right. We could be stubborn sheep and, and, and be able to recognize the word, the, the calling of the shepherd, but not be obedient to the calling of the shepherd. And I think it's important for us to do both things, be able to recognize yeah. the voice of God, the voice of our shepherd, and be able to be obedient to that. Yeah. And I think the sheep does, the, the, the shepherd has the biggest responsibility, but as the sheep, we have a responsibility as well, yeah. and that is to be in tune with our shepherd. Yeah, when, when, when we aren't hearing him and we aren't acting upon That's what right. he's saying, then, then we're not really playing the role as the sheep that we need to be playing. Yes. And I know no one wakes up in the morning and says, man, I want to be like a sheep today. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is where scripture places yeah. us. And it places us in this role because really when you break it down, and if we had another hour, we'd talk about the sheep. It, it really is us. Yeah. It really, I mean, we, 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 really, we really aren't the lion. We're, we're, we're really not the bear. We really are the sheep. This is who we are. Yeah. And, and we're so easily taken advantage of as people. Why? Because God has given us such a tender, soft heart like mm -hmm. his. And, and when we hear God and don't act on it, we're just wondering. Yeah. We're wondering. And so here's what I, here's what I speak to each, each person here today. I say, I say, how can you this week, yes. how can you this week act on what, not what God will speak to you on, because here's what I know, God's already been speaking to come you. Come on, come on. What God has already been speaking to you, how can you move on it? How can you act on it? And how can you begin to see and press on him saying, okay, the door is open. I'm coming to the door. He is the good shepherd, but I have to be hearing what he's saying and doing it. Yes. And this is where I think there's a gap so many times between God and his people because he's speaking. There's very few times when he stops speaking. He wants us to know him. He wants to lead us. He wants to walk us into green pastures. He wants us to go in and out, but we got to listen and obey. And so I press and I encourage, and here's what I say. Take a step of faith this week. Take a movement, write down what he says, and, and, and commit yourself. You know what happens when we commit ourselves to what God is doing? Mm -hmm. He begins to move and open up doors like we never mm -hmm. thought possible. Our faith begins to activate new things and new areas in our life like we never imagined. So that's a good word on the sheep, man. Amen. If, if, we can, if we can just do that, if we can just hear and we can just follow, that's all he's asking us to do. Yes. He's asking us to know his voice. So get in the word this week, hear what he's saying, and act on it. And your week is going to be more powerful this week than it has been the last week because we're walking in obedience with Christ. I love you guys. This was fun. I this love you. We need to do this again. Yes, we need to do this again. Right. Hey, comment in. What, what was the part that was touching you the most? How Amen. was God speaking to you? And how are you going to be acting on faith this week? To my family all the way in Allentown, Pennsylvania with Audible Church, we love you guys. Yes. To my authentic family, I love you. And I can't wait to see you more this week. Praying for you. Can't wait to see you again. Hey, thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can click on the link in the description to give now or visit our website at autobachurch.com. Now go out and make hope louder.